Today on ABC Devo, Disco Dancer. Hey everybody, welcome back to ABC Devo. It's the only podcast that goes through all of Devo's recorded songs alphabetically from the fourth dimension to a wiggly world. I'm Pete the Retailer. I'm Joe Mazel. I'm Tom Taylor. And I'm John Ingle. And today we're talking about Disco Dancer. I'm Disco Boy. <laughs> we Disco Dancer was a single. And it was on the uh, the album Total Devo, our favorite. Yeah. It had a video, even. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It does. It did it and does. <laughs> it didn't erase it. It has not been lost to the sands of time. Well, whether it should have been erased or not, we may discuss that today. I don't know. But... Well, no, I did. I didn't say. Spoiler I was gonna... alert. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's not a spoiler alert. Maybe it's a reverse spoiler. Whoa! You don't know. We'll find out as the uh, episode continues. Well, the uh, yeah, we, this is one of those singles from the uh, Enigma era. Um, so the first single, uh, single, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, this is their big, um, the the first big push of their new era. <laughs> um, A harbinger for their later pushes on Enigma. Yeah. Uh, yeah, first single without Alan. Aw. Um. And uh, and much like all the the rest of the Enigma stuff, it had uh, many many tracks. I don't know how many uh, you guys have been listening to, but uh, I I took myself through. There's the seven inch version, the twelve inch version, the karaoke version, the bonus beats. Oh wow! The uh, there's something else that I'm forgetting. I think there's some other remix. <laughs> Yeah, you're a better man than I am. <laughs> yeah, I just listened to one version. <laughs> well, to be honest, you I, never I, actually said the album version. Is it the same as the single version, or are there slight differences? I, I want to say it's slightly different, but I could be wrong. Maybe no. Maybe I'm the album version is different. I think than the seven inch version, which is different than the twelve inch version, which is different than all the other ones. So, well, which version was? Uh, which version was on the video? Uh, I th- I want to say the video was the seven inch version, but I could be. I don't know. I could be wrong. It well, might have added to. the album version. This conversation is a preview for one to come on Post Post Modern Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll do, we'll do yeah. this all again. We kind of did it for uh, Baby Doll, but now we'll do it all again and we'll do it all once more. At um, least you don't have to worry about Disco Dancer in Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, were this and Baby Doll the only actual singles from this record from Total Devo? Uh, I don't know. Happy Guy, guys? maybe? Oh, maybe Happy Guy. Was Happy Guy from this? Yeah. From Total Devo? Why do I want that to be Smooth Noodle Maps? But I believe you. Okay. No, it's uh, the, one of the three Total Devo tracks they do on Now It Can Be Told. Oh, okay. Right. So the 7-inch the version and the album cut look to be the same length, so I'm assuming mm-hmm. maybe they are the same. So album cut, 7-inch version, uh, the video um, are all using the same version. Then you've got the 12-inch version, the bonus beats, and the karaoke version, and that could be it. So maybe that's plenty. Maybe I oversold it, but I have to say <laughs> if you're, if you're not listening to the 12 inch version, you're missing out. Really? Uh, it's the one that I liked the most, mm-hmm. but it also made me think about, um, and, and I tried to do a little bit of research on this, but I, I couldn't 
find an answer. I, I, it made me wonder if there was like a, um, like a house engineer at Enigma that like, so that I think, you know, maybe Devo just cut the album and then they're like, all right, we're going to do it. We're going to make a single, give it to that guy. And he's the one who went in, you know, he just did the different, we talked about it for baby doll that he just did different mixes. You know, there's the percapella where he just didn't like, all right, let's just have the, the vocals and the percussion. Um, and then also would just do his own remixes slash dance mixes because this sounds like it sounds like it was made by the same guy who did, you know, the dance mix for smoking banana peels by the dead milkman or, um, <laughs> you know, and, it, and it, it's got a, a style to it. And it's, it, it rings a, like, it sounds a lot like it could be somebody almost, or somebody who later did, you know, produced other stuff. Um, because it's like it's got an interesting little you know they they kind of kicked up the beat a little bit and it it becomes more uh you know it sounds like a little bit more like early 90s kind of stuff you know like we've 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 talked about you know i i keep kind of making drawing these tenuous parallels from you know this era of devo to you know stuff like you know jesus jones and, and ned's atomic dustbin and stuff like that and um uh, or even you know like BAD and and PIL and stuff like that. Like it's 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 got elements of it. I don't know that that seem mm. familiar, and it made me wonder if there was a house DJ, essentially a house engineer, house producer at Enigma that just did all these remixes so they could say it was you know bonus material to get people to buy it. <laughs> I believe it has elements to it. I believe it has elements to it. That's 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 the pull quote. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> when they re-release the disco dancer single, <laughs> this song is chock a block with elements. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but oh well, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the twelve inch mix I liked the most because it has a weird, like, little inst- interesting, you know, bit to it that it sounds you know better produced than the rest of it hmm. than the normal version. I noticed even. that. Uh... Mark's vocals. It sounds like he's got. He needs like a like a like a like a pop filter or something. Like he's popping some of his peas and stuff. Anybody notice that? Hmm. Hmm. It's like a little a little breathy and uh, and poppy in some parts. I was surprised to hear that. I'm, no, I'm, I'm I, a didn't, I didn't notice. Speaking <laughs> I, as a podcaster, I, I, I don't cotton to that sort of thing. Right. Do you think it was a style choice by chance, Tom? I'm going to say yes. There's a strange reason, some strange reason that they wanted a lot of popping sounds in the vocals. I, want to, I don't know. I want to believe that everything happens for a reason, so yes. Well, it could so disco was a kind of a blown out form of pop. True, mm-hmm. true. And then if he's, you know, if he doesn't have a, a filter on there, he's popping, he's blowing out by popping his uh, pee. There's yeah. pops. I don't know. Um, you sold me. <laughs> I buy it completely. <laughs> it's a sound argument. That is without question. Oh, yeah, airtight. I'm saying airtight argument. I think we found our answer. <laughs> hey, I have a good question about this song. Sure. Whether you, whether you like it or not, does this song sound like Devo <laughs> That's to you? That's not a question. Stop laughing, Joe. <laughs> does this sound like Devo to you? Well, this is the question of uh, all the Total Devo and Smooth Noodle Map songs, right? Like we kind of come to yes. this question pretty much every time, and the answer is almost always no. And for me, this is a no. And that's not—I'm not talking about liking the song or not even. 
But right. I, I would not guess that this was Devo if I didn't know it was Devo and didn't see a video with the people that are in <laughs> Devo in it. Yeah. So, hey, it looks like Devo, yeah. except they've got ponytails. <laughs> yeah. Well, I Why definitely have pretending to be this other band. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have a note about ponytails. I mean, we have to at least mention that. Uh, yeah, not a great style choice. Their, their fashion choices definitely got a little off uh, here in the late 80s. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what really to even tie it to. Yeah, I think they were just lost. They were just kind of lost, had lost their way a little yeah. bit here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to propose something. Okay. I'm already. I, you know. Oh, <laughs> to your work, you mean? Uh, no, I. I don't know if I'm going to call this necessarily a good song, but I submit, I posit, this is probably the most interesting song on Total Devo. That's a very good way to put it. This is the one that yes. they seem to work on. Like it isn't just kind of, you know, a synth, you know, synth drum beat and sort of okay vocals. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, like this... when we say when we pose that question about a lot of other Devo songs, like does this sound like Devo? Usually the answer is no because it's super boring and super bland. But it does sound like a lot of work went into this one, and and that's I guess that's part of why I'm asking it. Like. It's not if it doesn't sound like Devo, it's not because it is bland. No, there's there's a lot more energy underneath the surface yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Like you get you get the idea that they were into this song a little bit more than the other yeah. songs on the album. Maybe a little more the cynical. The cynical side of me says that's because they knew this was going to be the single. And they're like, oh, I guess we got to try a little harder on this one. <laughs> it's hard not to think that that might be it, seeing as it does stand out as it does. Yeah. Hmm. So you kind of think, well, we got to have a single. We got to put something out. We got to sell some records. So let's put something into this one, maybe a little bit more energy into it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then if you were not being cynical, you would say because they did that, because it has more energy and because they put more work into it was why they chose it as the single. I don't know. It could go either way, I guess. But yeah, it it also stands out there thematically like it does fit in with Devo. I mean, it does fit with Devo at this point. Um, you know, this is a band that was gigantic, well, for all intents and purposes, gigantic in 1980. And again, take that with a grain of salt. But, um, you know, by the time their album before that, you know, the album before that, which was A, released, what, four years earlier, and B, kind of got a non-reception, um, made Devo sort of like, a non-entity and like they return much like a disco dance, just like this uh, fictional disco dancer is returning to the scene. Like it, it, it's mm. sort of like it relates to, it relates to the release of total Devo as a whole. Yeah. Um, like hearing like, them talk I could see... about that, like the hearing them talk about kind of the idea behind the song, they're like, Oh yeah, we thought it would be funny to do like, like to tell a story about, you know, what if somebody was, you know, big, if they were a disco guy, if they were, you know, uh, kind of, if they were a popular guy during the disco era and then just kind of got frozen and woken up, you know, like 10 <laughs> years later in this other, you know, uh, in this other, and the whole world had changed and they don't, you know, they were totally out of place. They didn't know what to do. You know, we thought that would be a crazy thing. And I was like, wait, you, you don't, you don't see the irony in that or do you? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Are you saying this because you you are this or is it? Like, were they aware of the uh, thematic resonance, or was it just there because 
of their artist whims. Right. Hmm. Hmm. That's all something to think about. Yeah. Well, there's also the, I mean, the I, I can't decide if the video plays into that idea or not. The, the video is like split between, I watched it once, it remind me if I'm wrong, but it's, it's split between New York City right. and Los <laughs> Angeles. And it seems like, the way I was seeing it, New York City is in black and white and actually was like 1978 or something. It was the disco era. And Los Angeles is maybe them now singing about the disco era? I th- Am I alone? I think mm. I don't. Re- I think it was reversed, but I know that both of them oh. were were current. Like it was two different oh, okay. parties apparently that they held for yeah. like you know filming the video, um, and they just you know for for ease in telling them apart, they made one black and white and one color. Yeah. Um, but then also they just did like like not, not only did they just make one black and white and one color, but they. They made a big point out of telling you, like, this is New York. Now this yeah. is L.A. Like, they flashed it in big letters, yeah. and they had, like, a little right. you know, Indiana Jones dot going across the country. And it's like, okay, yeah, we get it. You you guys can, you know, like, you're not winning me over by, you know, yeah. I don't think you're more punk rock because you fly back and forth to L.A. all the time. Yeah, Phil Collins. <laughs> Look it up. Yeah. Um... But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The the video. Did you you guys hear the story of the video too? That like, um, you know, it was it was they're doing a big push for it. Here's their first single off their you know first album off you know with their new label, and they're doing a whole you know big thing. There's a single out. They released the video, and apparently the video was the first video to be oh yes subjected <laughs> to the MTV's uh, smash or trash or whatever it was. Yes. Oh really? And uh, you know, people didn't like it, and they oh. trashed it, and it was like Wait, never play it again. Are you oh saying fourteen-year-olds in nineteen eighty-eight at an MTV studio show didn't get a Devo video? Yeah, here's some, <laughs> and, and not even a mediocre one. <laughs> Kids these days. Here's some forty-year-old men talking about how they they <laughs> used to be cool. Yeah, in a form of music you weren't alive for. Right. It always kind of reminds me of one of my favorite, oh, that's going to win moments was when uh, I got my mom. I think, no, I think it was uh, back when we were fab, was nominated at the VMAs for video of the year. (laughs) And I forget what else was nominated, but but just imagine the four most popular songs in 1987 (laughs) and a long time ago when we was fab. (laughs) (laughs) george harrison did not pick up a vma that night no oh the sad beetle that's kind of that kind of situation usually happens at the grammys and then they do win right that's like the the grammys uh patrol is out of touch yeah (laughs) exactly um the, the very first Grammy for uh, best heavy metal performance, Jethro Tull. Jethro okay. Tull. That's right. Yeah. They beat Metallica. Uh. Um, but yeah, so so uh, I think they were bitter about that too. Obviously, they're bitter about probably a lot of things. Sure. And, you know, partially, I'm sure, deservedly so. But like, strictly, you know, at the the whim of this new kind of like, hey, we'll we'll, we'll do this thing where. 
you know, the fate of your livelihood hangs in the balance. It hangs, in, you know, in yeah. the, the the kind of fickle imagination of these teenagers. <laughs> what an obnoxious um, show! And they're just yeah. like, well, they didn't like it, so we're never going to play it again. My God, the fate of teenagers who are basically prodded to be obnoxious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was uh, that was their their main complaint about that. Um. And they blame that for their, you know, for the the failure of both the single and the album in general. Granted, mm. we've done a lot of research, and I think we're all willing to say that they're that's probably not the only problem with the album. It's probably not the only <laughs> thing that led to this album being unsuccessful. There may have been other factors. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I think in the video is I think one of those backup singers. There's the two dark-haired uh, backup singers. I think I don't know if they're in both, but they're in L.A. I think one of them is Nancy Ferguson, hmm. who was at the time Mark Mothersbaugh's wife, and hmm. she's extremely cool because she was on, uh, <laughs> she was on David Lynch and Mark Frost's other TV show oh. uh, on the air. Which I love. No one else likes it except me and a couple of my friends. I know John is indifferent about it, but uh, it's kind of awesome. And she's on it. And she's also the sort of den mother of the visiting kids, which was a band put together by her. And it was Bob One and Bob One's daughter, like young daughter. Oh, it was basically three little girls and Nancy Ferguson and sometimes Bob One. And uh, they had one album in 1990. Um, and it's kind of awesome. Like it went nowhere clearly because we haven't heard of it, but it's kind of awesome. Like there's at least two great songs on it. Uh, nepotism, which is funny and, uh, trilobites. Hmm. I, I, I urge you to go look out those songs, seek out those songs and, and listen to them. Otherwise I will be forced to post them on our Facebook page or something like that. Which sure you'll probably do anyway, really, right? I'll yeah. probably do it anyway. Yeah. But look it up and listen. They're great. <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> I'll tell the story as fast as I can. In 1980, no, 97, Devo was playing Lollapalooza in Chicago, where I lived at the time and still do right now. Mm -hmm. uh, coming at you live from Chicago. Uh, <laughs> my friend Paul was supposed mm -hmm. to get to Chicago for Lollapalooza because he had press credentials to interview Devo for a documentary he was working on about electronic music. At the last second, he couldn't make it, so his... Well, you know, like press credentials got transferred to me and my friend Hillary. We went to Lollapalooza. We we're going to interview Devo. The woman's there. She's like, oh, okay. They got like two minutes right before they go on. So you stand right here and I'll come get you when it's time. And you can go and you can interview Devo. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm like nervous and scared and freaked out. And we're standing there waiting. We're waiting. And I got goes by. He's like, hey, what are you guys doing here? We're like, oh, we're waiting. She's going to get us and bring us backstage. She's like, no, no, no. Backstage is way over there. You got to go to the other side of the stage. We're like, oh, Jesus Christ. We run to the other side of the stage. Nothing. There's no door back there. We run back. The woman's standing there like, where the hell were you guys? I was trying to find you to bring you to interview Devo. We're like, oh, my God. By the way, this is my, my least favorite story from my life. I, <laughs> I felt so stupid and idiotic, and I had missed this beautiful chance to meet Devo and interview them and stuff. And so we kind of like, you know, had, you know, the Charlie Brown theme is playing. We got our heads hanging, and we go to just, so we'll just sit in our seats for Lollapalooza and watch Devo from afar. <laughs> and the show's playing, and it's awesome. And I notice these two women sitting in front of us, and they're wearing these sort of a... Uh, Almost like Willie Scott and Temple of Doom the, the in the beginning, like the kind of uh, oriental, kind of tight, kind of uh, satiny kind of dresses. And I'm like, I turn to my friend Hillary, I'm like, 
I think that's Nancy Ferguson. I'm like, I tap her on the shoulder. I'm like, are you Nancy? She's like, yeah. And she's just like so excited to say hi to me. And she's like, yeah, I'm Nancy. I'm like, oh, I'm Tom. This is my friend Hillary. And we got to hang out with Nancy Ferguson, who I thought was awesome. And I loved her from on the air. And I loved her from the visiting kids. And we got to watch Devo together. And that almost made it okay that I didn't get to interview Devo. Oh, that's awesome. And that so, is a yeah. beautiful story. Yeah. Wonderful <laughs> and terrible at the same time. It has its ups, it has its downs, it has its turn it arounds. And I felt the entire time while they were playing that Mark was looking at me because he knew that I was the tall goon who was supposed okay, to be waiting around for him. <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Mother's And I saw listening. his I eyes slowly turn to hearts. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy who got away. Sure, it had nothing <laughs> yeah. to do with the fact that you were sitting behind his wife. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Quit talking to my wife, you. <laughs> So that's my Devo story. Nice. It's I, off my chest. I have one of those, like, one of a similar, not not totally the same, but a somewhat similar story with Beck, but I'll save that for... Um, <laughs> All right. Save that when for I do the alphabet. Beck C. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alphabet. There you go. Um, now, as you guys may be aware, mm-hmm. uh, there's a certain site called songmeanings.com oh. where oh. people comment on the song meanings. Now, I'll be honest. I don't have the best one here, but I think uh, you're going to like what you hear. When when a guy by the name of Dubious Merit <laughs> uh, says, This song was inspired by an Indian song whose English refrain was something like, I am a disco. I am a disco. I think mm-hmm. it's basically about being an, an apolitical club goer, goer slash young person, then suddenly realizing all the crap that's been going on while you were, quote, out, unquote. Or, you know, it could be about time travel. This is Devo, after all. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the, the, the political stuff, I don't think, I, I don't necessarily, I mean, we've got it. We've heard from them that they think it's about kind of, you know, this guy getting frozen and waking back up essentially mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the the bollywood the indian song is totally correct oh that, really that i it, looked for verification i couldn't find it so please pete tell me more there's i forgot at, at a different somewhere else i read it um not on reddit but somewhere else i read that uh mark had said that this was inspired by an indian song and so i looked up disco dancer is a 1982 uh bollywood musical drama um, and the main song from that, like the hit single from that, is "I Am a Disco Dancer" by VJ Benedict. Which <laughs> I, I, we should all take a break now and watch the video for that song because it's crazy and wonderful. Um, <laughs> it goes on a little too long. You get the gist pretty quickly. It is a Bollywood but, song. Yeah. Um, nobody's you know flying in the air. I don't think, but. Um, but yeah, we sh- I, I'll I'll post that. There's a lot of things that we're gonna have to post from this. There's a lot of show notes. Here. Yeah, <laughs> thank um, you, disco dancer. But yeah, I am a disco dancer by VJ Benedict. Um, is uh, I, I listened to it. I watched it. It was uh, it's funny. You can almost see kind of like it's not a one to one. It's not just like oh yeah, this is they just ripped off this song. But it's uh, you can see a little bit of an influence. Hear a little bit of an influence in it. Um. So I, I support that that connection. I think it's true. All right. But you don't think it's about time travel because it is Devo after all. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, Disco Dancer, what do you guys think of it? What sort of ratings did this get on the ABC Devo scale? 
<laughs> I'm going to be really curious. It, it sounds like at least a couple of us are being cagey about how much possibly we like the song. Eat. Am I overstepping that? Am I? Uh, I don't want to go no. first. I'll say that much. <laughs> mm. I'll go first. All right. I will go All first. Right. I'm brave. I'm feeling good. Uh, I rem- before I listen to this, hearts tonight. Before, I'm going to I'm going to blow some minds and break some hearts. Uh, before listening to this for this project that we are doing, mm-hmm. I remembered Disco Dancer from the olden days, and I was like, I, I think I like that song, don't I? It's it's fun. It's 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 a weird kind of diva, but it's good. And so I listened to it again. I'm like, boy, am I going to hate this now or what? And it turns out I really like Disco Dancer by Devo. Hmm. I think it's a. I think it's I, I, for some of the re, you know some of the reasons we we're kind of getting at before that it, it it seems much more inspired than a lot of Total Devo or Smooth Noodle Map stuff. Oh, without question. Um, yeah, and I mean it, it does sound like more work went into it, and it's and it's it's got like a lot going on. It's not just a very bland kind of by the numbers late '80s song with words and notes and you're like okay okay fine do i have to listen to this again oh my god it's a it's a it's got ideas behind it i it's got its own sound uh i think it's cool i like it i like it uh b plus much i'm giving it a b plus yeah a b plus for disco dancer so one might say you're a disco boy I am a disco boy. I'm going to make a shirt that says I'm a disco boy because I'm standing behind this song. Vultures. I recommend you're very cautious about what neighborhoods you go into with that shirt. <laughs> uh, well, I agree. I agree with a lot of what you're saying, Tom. Um, not, I'm not as effusive, maybe. I, I, I think it is the standout track on this album. And then I think there is work that's put into it. There's energy behind it. They actually gave some effort. It's it's punchier. I think it's a little long. So, you know, it feels like it could be a minute shorter and it would have been a real tight little song. And you didn't even listen to the 12-inch version. I know. <laughs> uh, that's what you were talking about, the 12-inch version. Though. I was like, I don't want to tell you this, but I really think this song should have been shorter. But um, I like that it makes me picture Tony Manero from Saturday Night Fever waking up in 1988. Uh, going, oh, where have I been? Go to gag. I think that stuff's fun. But, you know, I, I was thinking about giving it a B-, minus, but I'm going to snudge it down to a C plus, basically just to make sure that it doesn't get on a mixtape, because <laughs> oh, I don't think on. it's quite mixtape worthy. <laughs> but uh, but I will That's give it a C+, plus, which I th- is probably it's as good as it's going to get for Total Devo. Well, I am um, <laughs> I am splitting the difference between you two, like Solomon. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to give it a uh, B minus because it is the most interesting song on Total Devo. It is the most ambitious song on Total Devo, but I don't really like it that much. But I like it better than everything else on Total Devo. But do I? I don't know. <laughs> so uh, B minus it is. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty much in the same boat that I, 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 I feel like we're all saying similar things, but how that translates is coming out a little bit different. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think this definitely is, um, the best song on Taylor Devo, if not one of the best, uh, um, and I, I, for some reason, the, the, um, the 12 inch version clicked with me a little bit. Um, and I don't know if it's I don't know how high that gives it because it still doesn't like it still doesn't have like just I think it's just the fact that it's okay makes it 
gives it a little bit of oomph. It's like, oh, well, I'm expecting bad, but this isn't that bad. <laughs> um, but I right. think I think B minus is is a is a good solid uh, zone for that to land in. Um, so good. So my decision to not give it a B of any kind worked. Yes, I, I kept it off the mixtape. <laughs> yeah. Yes, worked in that you were denying people the joy of disco dancer. <laughs> hey, okay, let's be honest. Do you really want this song to be on a mixtape with the other songs that have been put on the B side? I actually like and enjoy this song, guys. So, yes, I would have put it on a tape. I would have been glad so, to have it on a tape. <laughs> when we do a Patreon episode for Devo song cage matches, perhaps <laughs> a disco dancer will be one of them. Well, let's just do an additional thing here. Like Tom is voting yes on the on the mixtape. Uh, Joe, do, would you want this on the mixtape with the other things that have made the B side of the mixtape? You know what? I I am uh, standing out of this. This is your this is your um, guys. Fight. I, I, I'm just curious. I was just curious because you know I did initially give it a B minus. My only reason for not giving it a B minus was for this reason. But I don't want to be a dick. <laughs> so if you guys all vote, it's not the John I know. No. <laughs> If you guys were to vote that this should be on the B side, I'll, I'll go up to a B minus. Because card that's is a card played. I think that that was strategic, okay. and that was that was. I I I, I agree that it would stand out, uh, stick out, um, a little bit in a, um, in a compilation like that. You know, it seems like kind of the you know when you buy like the greatest hits of somebody and they throw in one song from like a later album just because they feel like <laughs> yeah. they should, even um, a brand new one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And it's like, eh, I, I don't, I don't think that this would. I think when we're all, when it's all said and done, and we look back on what will be, what will be the B side mixtape, I think that this, this would stick out. And I'm like, oh, really, baby, disco dancer? I almost said baby doll. That's how much it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's, it's okay, but I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's worthy. And I'm, I'm sorry, Tom. I know it's okay. This whole I have it at home podcast is basically us dashing your hopes over and over again. <laughs> hey, I'm the only real Devo fan, so it's okay. Oh, mm. oh we, we just right. want to break your spirit. But Tom, I'm a disco boy. We're all Devo. Yes. <laughs> we are all Devo. That's we're all perfect. disco boys. Oh. We're all disco. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, now that we know um, where we stand with that, um, it's, uh, it's oh, I'm telling you. Like, listen to the "I Am a Disco Dancer," the the Bollywood song, <laughs> and then then we'll come back and see how we feel about it. Uh, but um, I was trying to come up with a good. Uh, let's see. Uh, I would oh. say um, maybe you guys should all go listen to you know the twelve inch mix of the of uh, of Disco Dancer and the karaoke mix of Disco Dancer and the bonus beats. Uh, but then I would expect one of you guys to be like, "Oh, Pete, don't be cruel." <laughs> Don't be cruel. <laughs> um, because that is, in fact, what we'll be talking about on Thursday. Um, so if you can join us back here um, on Thursday, you will get a brand new episode of ABCD. ABCD. I'm a disco boy. ABC Disco. <laughs> yeah!